Podcast back at you with another episode. This is Dave Vicious along with Jess the Total Package, Craig the British Bulldog, bringing you our perspective on the world of professional wrestling. No inside sources, no ties to the industry, just stories from the diehards sharing opinions with you. Someone feed me today's topic. I'll feed you today's topic, Dave, and then it's we're about to uh, approach a controversial beginning to this episode. <laughs> it's gonna today's be topic is the best. WrestleMania opening matches at my expense. Jess. That's right. Jess. Ah. Um, gave us our topic earlier in the week. <laughs> uh, best WrestleMania openers. It left it a bit open. We received a, a cryptic email <laughs> hours, hours before showtime today, which said, uh, let's see. What is it? It said something to the effect of, did we mean openers or opening matches? <laughs> and Jess, Jess replied with opening matches. And Dave's reply was, fuck. <laughs> and my reply to Dave was, David. <laughs> so, Dave, tell the people out there what when I you did? heard WrestleMania, best WrestleMania openers, what you thought and where the confusion was and where we are today. For audio fans, give us a listen on Apple, Spotify, <laughs> SoundCloud, plugs. or watch our videos on YouTube at our wrestling channel. On social media, give us a follow on Instagram or Twitter at OW2019 or at Facebook at our wrestling podcast. And, you know, since you wanted to call on someone specific, Craig, um, I will tell you, um, since you were calling on me, totally legit, by the way, I literally thought, Hey, there's some really cool opening segments to WrestleMania. Granted, they're probably WrestleMania 16 and beyond, if we're being real about it. And I literally started looking at these great openers. So I went to like WrestleMania goes Hollywood 21. I'm like, you, you can't the, handle the truth. The vignettes or the first like two minutes when they show the stadium and the music and everything. Like, what no, you, literally like the, the opening vignettes where, you know. You know, you can argue like WrestleMania six. Jess makes fun of it, but I think when the stars align <laughs> and WrestleMania uh, six, he's memorized it. Jess, can you can, can yeah. please give the WrestleMania six of video? <laughs> no, it's 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 the dumbest thing. People remember it and they're like, "It was awesome." I'm like, mm, "It's it kind of awesome." It was just Vince going. Images began to appear, like, and it was just space. <laughs> I the knew you'd remember it. Yeah, the constellations made it. Hogan and the Warrior, and then like the it's WrestleMania, like it's, it's, it's the most ridiculous thing. So but, I don't want to pee in your Cheerios, Dave. Champion versus I champion. To, I have to pee right in your Cheerios and maybe drop mm. a little poopy in it, too. Because Whoa, originally I said, give me your top three. Or this is earlier in the week when I texted the topic over. I said, give me your top three favorite WrestleMania main events. And then I said, shit, I should do openers. So that was your clue to know that I was talking about opening matches. But wow. you still did not pick up on it. And 
And then about an hour, an hour or two before fuck. we went that was the, the SS Burst that just backed the fuck over, Dave. <laughs> I was I did not throw you under the bus like that. Just, so, just. But then about two hours before we hit record here, Dave just sent this text over going, "Um, so what did you mean by openers? Do you mean like opening? <laughs> like I can't remember what you said." And I was like, no, opening matches. And in my mind, I'm like, what else did he think we were talking about? And then Dave's all, and I was thinking like, like that. Yeah. And I was thinking, no, the actual verbatim is, you mean openers, not opening matches, right? <laughs> and Jess said, opening matches. And Dave said, <laughs> fuck me. Okay. <laughs> and then I went, David. Yeah. David, I was like, "Why did you use that language, David?" Is what is what Greg yeah. was saying. Yeah, and then there's a there's a gift where I said, "We'll do we'll do it live." <laughs> <laughs> so we will. So <laughs> it's very funny. I I said it was hilarious. I wish Dave wouldn't have said anything to us because it'd be funny if we just started this podcast out and Craig and yeah. I were on the same page and Dave just starts talking about opening vignettes. We're like, "What the fuck is this guy talking about?" And I'm like, you know, WrestleMania 21, where you can't handle the truth and. And oh, Stone Cold Austin, Stone Cold Steve Austin says, um, "I'm the Gladiator, and my name is Stone Cold Steve Austin, and uh, I come to stomp a mud hole in your ass." And you're like, "Dave, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about matches." And I'm like, "Yeah, Aw. yeah." Aw. But well, actually, and then we did talk about it. Dave's idea is actually not terrible. <laughs> like we, 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 we might we might have a topic on that later. Yeah, but so. this one we are going to. So everybody talks about what's your favorite WrestleMania match? What's the greatest WrestleMania match of all time? Those are easy conversations to have. I mean, easy slash hard because there's so many different ones. Then also, it's well, what's your favorite main events of all time? Well, you know, that's kind of a common topic. People have talked about that before. Yeah, but I rarely ever hear people talk about what their favorite opening matches to the curtain are. jerker, right? The yes. curtain jerker is because what inspired me really when I sent that text originally, switching gears from favorite main events to favorite openers, was because it's Tito Santana. It was on one of the history of WrestleMania DVDs or something like that, and they were talking about WrestleMania one, and Tito Santana was being interviewed, and he said Vince came up to me, and I said, well, what do you want to see from me? Tito Santana opened WrestleMania one versus the executioner, by the way. Yeah. So Vince was like, uh, it's important. And I chose, I put you in this position because I need you to get them off their ass. And Tito was like, okay, that's what the WrestleMania opener kind of was defined. I thought get that was Patterson. Was it Patterson? I thought it was Vince that was coming up to him. Maybe you're right. Maybe it was Patterson. I, I don't know. Story up. No, you did not. I'll start over. It's just, I've only, <laughs> <laughs> no, cause I've only done get them off their ass. Tito. As Patterson, which is I a thought you Patterson were imitating. Impression. I know. Now that I realize Tito. you think I'm imitating Tito. So for so many years, we're realizing so okay. much. On All this right, podcast, so we're gonna so we're gonna, gonna we'll be back, you guys. We're gonna take a quick time out. So either we'll be back. <laughs> no, that's the two minute warning. I, I can't remember who it is, but it was either Vince or Patterson that came up to Tito and they were interviewing Tito. And Tito, they, Tito's like, "What do you want to see from me?" And they're just like, "Get him off their ass." Yeah. Basically, like we put you in this opening position because a lot of people would take it as like. Fuck, man, I'm the opener, damn it. But instead, Tito was like, well, what do you want to see from me? And they're like, we put you in this position because you're Tito Santana. You're a great worker. Get them off their ass. Start, set the tempo. Start this card. It's an under, right. understatement about Tito, but that's yeah. whole other whole, whole Yeah, so, make, so make that's the why... executioner. He's the future. Yeah. Tito. Yeah. Whoa. Put him So that's why I thought of this topic. The lights like, for the well, what we'll do bro. is I told these guys, I want you guys to pick your, your three favorite WrestleMania openers. openers, and we're going to go around the table. We're going to each go matches, around. But we're each going to say it, kind of like we did Guilty Pleasure. We're going to go around the table here. I'll give one. Dave will give one. Craig will give one. Then we'll do number two. Then we'll do number one. Not necessarily, unless you want it to be, 
not necessarily in order of importance. It could be just three, two, one, random, or you could really mean it as number three, number two, number that's, one. That's you, I'll rough. let you guys have the the possession of that power. But um, yeah. So are you guys ready? Um, I, I am ready. Numbers? So uh, ready, bro. fine. Now Dave's gonna go first then because he's very confident. Well, not not like that. All right, hey, I'll, I'll I'll give you one, and I'm I'm gonna try to. My favorite live performance at WrestleMania was Olympus. Was <laughs> when um, I loved yeah. when Aretha Franklin. Yeah, that was the best part. Aretha Franklin saying, "You know, America when Mudvayne did the." Yeah, how Disturbed. about this one? I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw, and this one will throw you off. Um, but it, we we talked about it on a previous podcast, not too not too far off. I'm a I was a I I kind of enjoyed the opener, Big Show versus John Cena at WrestleMania 20 for the United States title for a lot of reasons. It's a really good opener. Um, Cena is on his way up here. Big Show is currently carrying the U.S. title. And it's it. the thing about John Cena that people may forget or didn't see because they didn't, they're not as old as we are, is that Cena is freakishly strong and has no problem putting Big Show into, you know, an FU. And holding him, I think I think I can't remember if it was Craig or or Cousins that he held him for a while in this FU on previous podcast. And the people also forget that Cena was at one point just outrageously cheered. It wasn't it wasn't a diverse crowd of fifty percent hate, fifty percent love. And in this match on an opener, you know, WrestleMania twenty was a great opener. The crowd was into it. It put Cena where he needed to be to get him to the next level. And the match was the match was well done. This is definitely a, a, a Paul Heyman production, is what I would say. And Big Show was used appropriately and hit big moves at the right time. And the crowd was glued uh, to their seats and gave Cena a massive ovation when he put him into the second FU for the pin. And it, it's it is it's a great match for an opener, is what I would say. I'll start. Oh That's a good one, Craigie. I I don't remember that match. I know it's on a lot of people's like top ten lists, and um, I wanted to go back and watch it. Yeah, top ten WrestleMania openers. It was Mm. on a lot of like highly regarded kind of. And I always wonder like how did those two work? So I'm I'm a bit lost in how that worked. And again, my Attitude Era is a little bit fuzzy. But I think if you hadn't seen it, Craig, it would sound weird too. If you had, you're like, oh, that's weird, and you're like, oh. But you have to understand where Big Show was in his career. Still fairly yeah. agile, um, just coming over not too far gone, and can still can still do some serious work. Like and Big if, Show if, now. You're- if he allowed John Cena to, uh, I think the FU ended it right like, to give a big FU. Yeah. It was, but it had to, to be Big two. Show. It got to yeah. be. It got to pop the crowd for sure. Not not to mention for- that Cena did a little bit of heel work. He hit him with brass knucks to get him into the second FU, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Oh yeah. wow! And so so Big Show was protected here. Oh, okay. Yeah, and we just reviewed it. It was fun. I I just remember it's so fun to see a new star made, and they made Cena that night. It was his first singles title that he won. It's it's so fun to look back on stuff like that. So actually, I forgot all about that match, even though we just fucking reviewed it. So Dave pulled a magic trick out of his. I I pull out weird stuff. I'm I'm weird. I don't know. I'm weird like that. So I'll go if you don't mind, Craig. I'll go second. Uh, I'm I'm gonna get this out of the. I'm gonna get this out. (laughs) 
I'm going to get this out of the way because I know all three of us have this on our list. Dave, okay. just you're going to say it right now. I know what you're going to say. You're I'm going to get it out of the way right now. Else. I'm going to say it's Owen B-O? Hart versus Bret Hart. What an asshole. Why would why do you get? To, I okay. thought that was last. I, I have because because I know we all are going to say it. it's all. And all there's right. no way it's there. when I made the topic, I was like, this match is going to be in all three of our. It has to be taking my way. phone and deleting the one of the four that I had. All right. No, no, you can say it. Still say uh-uh. it for your your choice. It's like no. Um, it's okay if we repeat <laughs> choices here because like that's just it's more talking points. This is Owen versus Brad for WrestleMania ten. This set the standard in my opinion. All before that, I mean, opener. you know, yeah, I, it is what it, you know. Tito Satana and the Executioner, uh, Coco and the Model, WrestleMania six, uh, the Rockers against Orange no. Express, WrestleMania seven. Like no. they were just, they weren't meant to steal the show in any way. This was the first year WrestleMania ten with Brett versus Owen that that was the intention. They meant to come out hot because you had a ladder match later on this card. But there was yeah. a lot of question ma- marks about, but this was a pure wrestling match. I to this day, it holds up because if you go back and watch Brett and Owen, they were just wonderful in there with each other and it's, it could go wrong. You, you know, you're never guaranteed a good match just because you have brothers or big names in there. You, you're not, it, it could be right. oil and water. And these guys, I mean, Brett, we all know Brett, you know what Brett's done and his body of work is, is, you know, second to none pretty much. But Owen was also equally fantastic. And they, uh, they, and Owen really, this launched Owen singles career. He just turned heel here. Um, Like this was, the whole match was great. The victory roll at the end when Owen caught him and rolled him in for the pin. And then Brett gets up and he's all fuck. And then Owen just stands up in his face and flips him off. And Jerry yeah. Lawler's all <laughs> like Jerry Lawler like, <laughs> passed out laughing. Like, it was awesome. Like, it was just yeah, the emotion of yeah. the match. You felt it was two brothers that were irritated with each other and that Owen had something to prove. And the whole match was just from mat work to their when they started to get, like, faster paced was so genius and crisp. I, it's easy to say, of course, Brett, no one, of course. But no, you don't know until you see it. When I watched yeah. it back, you know, in 1994, when we watched it, it was just like, holy shit, like. This match yeah. is fucking geez. This started off the damn card. How is the rest of the card even going to compare? And then the latter match found a way. But I mean, like it just it was amazing not, to watch. Um, I, I'm sorry. I'll say my comments because I do have the same one selected. Craig hit it. Um, yeah, it, it has to be on everyone's top um, top five, at least it's yeah. it's I, I uh, I'm going to I'm going to delve into like my thinking and the entire like process of my top three but like i made a couple rules for myself in my head i wanted to feature some of the older wrestlemanias because um they figured out the formula and the algorithm to please people on the opening match um wwe has in the last 10 15 years like a lot of them involve ladder matches a lot of them involve three ways a lot of them involve like stuff they know is going to pop something off something they go oh whoa yeah that kind and of, so like yeah. and there's so many ladder matches that are incredible and i think we'll talk about i don't know about you guys that are worthy i, I tried to avoid it and i almost can avoid ladder matches but like and then i was looking at older wrestlemanias that are kind of um regarded as not so great but just great classic matches uh 
But like for Brett and Owen, like for these guys, the stories that you can tell about um, from children, that's the dream, like WrestleMania. And to actually be the get them off their ass Tito match of WrestleMania and for the beginnings of a feud that was, um, I mean, this went to steel cages. It made Owen. It was Brett. Brett's been like. Uh, I don't know, arguably the greatest match of all time with Austin, greatest opener of all time here with with Owen. And like to Jess's point, like the Steiners never really gelled with each other when they fought each other. There's a lot of like Matt and Jeff never really gelled with each other when they fought each other. Like, but for these guys, it's like they were born to do it. It's like they were raised to do it from the womb. It's like uh, they had their moment. They nailed it. Restriction each other in the dungeon as kids. I believe. Yeah. And I think there's a, there's there's a love and there's a pure hate there and it works. I, yeah, they're, those kids were tortured. Let's if you, if you haven't it. seen Come it, on. if you don't understand, if you're watching this for some reason and you're like, uh, what are just you looking about? at WrestleMania and just new product, go watch this match. <clears> like, and it wasn't even the best match on the card, but like it was the first pure maybe WrestleMania opener that deserved to steal the show. Like, just it's yeah. incredible. I'm with yeah. you on that, and it, it's on my list too. And and I'll tell you. For everything that Craig said, everything that Jess said, it's it's phenomenal. But the one thing that this match will carry that no one else ever could is that it, it carries a storyline even through WrestleMania this time and into the next set of, of pay-per-views going forward. Because here's what happens. The thing that nobody understands is that Brett has to wrestle Owen as a preliminary match into his possible title match with whomever uh, re- wins against Yokozuna and... Um, oh gosh, Lex, Lex Luger. Yeah. So basically, no matter what, Brett has to wrestle two matches. So he wrestles the opener against Owen, which, oh my gosh, he actually lost. So what happens doesn't matter because rules of Royal Rumble, Lex and Brett both hit feet at the same time coming out. So they both get a title shot. But to make it fair, one person has to wrestle the champion, one person has to wrestle a preliminary match. And then there's a final going into the main event of wrestlemania 10 owen beats brett who is you know the golden boy of the hart family and it's a totally big surprise even to owen such a surprise that to jess's point he flips him off and wow holy crap we find out lex loses to yokozuna it doesn't matter how and yoko has to wrestle brett in the final match of wrestlemania 10 which brett does eventually overtake and there's this fantastic storyline ambiance of Brett being hoisted on everyone's shoulders and Owen down on the floor looking at his brother who won the title, who he had beaten just three hours before. Yeah. And it's a fantastic storyline. It's one of the best WrestleMania openers because of the impact of what it has on WrestleMania 10 overall and the storyline that it pushes into the following 12 months. And not to mention, too, the their match that Craig mentioned, the SummerSlam cage match, would be Dave Meltzer's first American wrestling five-star match in so many years. I can't remember how it was or whatever. That's yeah, well, how. And I know I, I'm not bringing that up to credit Meltzer. I'm just saying, like, that. that's how good it ended up becoming from this match. That's what it started off, this amazing feud between Owen and Brett that uh, pretty much captivated. And I'm pretty sure in every magazine, every publication, they were feud of the year. I think right now, three words for Meltzer is come at me, bro. Oh, Jesus Christ. So, uh, so, okay. That was the first round. Uh, or no, four. no, Craig, you, you, you have yeah. given your choice here for the first round. Sorry. Sorry. I stole yeah. you, but 
But again, you could it could be the same thing. We'll talk more about Brett Noah. Well, and that was that. my no. that was my second no. round first thing, by the way. So there you go. No, I'm not afraid. And I knew this oh. was gonna happen. So Whoa. My rules, correct rules. Um <laughs> Jess is Jess is not gonna like this pick either. Uh, <laughs> so good. It's an early pick. It's uh Shawn Michaels and Tatanka from WrestleMania nine. I it was it mm. it was it was there, bro. I, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. The, no, you know what? It's funny because everybody shits on WrestleMania nine in general, but it's always like they shit on WrestleMania nine and they're like, well, Tatanka and Sean had a good match. Like yeah. everybody says yeah. that about that card. Like that's that's basically yeah. what and it was long. Um and I think it was a count out. It was yes. a Tatanka count out. So it wasn't even a clean pin. Yeah. But like I remember as a child watching it saying this is special. Like this was great. Um, and even Tatanka can work. People never give him credit either. Tatanka. Right. And, and Sean Tatanka again, carrying, like well, you, you hate him. What makes him great is what makes him a terrible human being. Uh, his, <laughs> his desire to be the best and seal the show. Like he's got a call. What's he doing? Oh, he got him. He got him. You should have signaled for the ball before. Oh, something's going on. He, he's disqualified. Well, He's disqualified for my That's okay. That means he keeps the title. There you go. Referee. We need a decision here. What's going on? I think I know what's going on, and I don't like it. I don't like the look on Tataka's face either. I don't really care about the look on his face, but he looks upset. And I'm gonna look Ladies and gentlemen, the winner of this bout, as a result of a countdown, And if it's against Tatanka and he's he's just on the cusp of kind of rising at this point and, and just starting his journey, like it was it was great. I remember it back then. I have a nostalgia for like, holy shit, you guys, like that was okay. Um so yeah. I like I try to keep and again my rules were like I wanted to kind and of it, give some respect to the early manias. And this was one of them. Like I didn't think about that either. That's a good and choice. if I'm not mistaken, Tatanka was riding the undefeated streak into WrestleMania at this moment, right? So um, it, it was a big deal, that, and that's why that cannot happen. I think, great to your point, because they wanted to keep Tatanka uh, protected for that undefeated streak until someone actually pinned him. So, um, but yeah, I, I it wasn't it wasn't on my top three, but. I really thought about it, so I, I, no. I don't disparage that at so all. So whatever, you guys uh, inadvertently teamed up to make me look stupid right there because I took the easy way out here in the first round. No, uh, no, but but Dave but came Owen, up with a good Owen, pick. Owen, big Owen, show, Owen big show, and John Cena was something I didn't. I we just reviewed the goddamn thing and I forgot about it, so that was a great pick. But, but I Jess, took the to cheap your point. Way out. Owen's Owen and Brett is on my list. I, that's right? Why I put yeah, I took the cheap way out. It's the greatest Owen opener. Owen Brett's, yeah, yeah. And then just... Craig Craig just came in with Tatanka and Sean, which is a great pull, a great choice. So that's the first yeah, round good. here. Now we're gonna go to our second picks here. Um, yeah. Who wants to go first? Do you want, uh, Craig, you go first with your second round here. Oh, uh, Brett and Owen. No, I'm not. You can. No, and I know. Fine. I know. I know. We can. But I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm going down my list. All right. You're gonna make <laughs> me get on my phone. You're gonna make I'm me not get gonna take the pressure. I don't care. <laughs> um, I didn't want to do a ladder match either, but I, I, I kind of appreciated the Zack Ryder 32 ladder match. But my oh. second choice would is. And we've talked about this match before in a review. Also, it's very, very quick, and it's not his first WrestleMania opener. But holy shit, did it do what it was supposed to do in the five minutes and like thirty-nine seconds that it was supposed to do? I'm talking about 
um, Hardy and Mysterio for WrestleMania 19 oh, as the opener. Oh, interesting. WrestleMania 19. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, Mysterio's first uh, WrestleMania. Bro. Uh, super quick. Uh, 539. But the action they packed into this match, you could go with Guerrero and Mysterio a few, uh, years later. But for some reason, when when I look back and I love March and April in this podcast and that we're going back through not only the reviews of WrestleManias, but we get to also do these fun uh, moments of best openers and kind of go into the best main events and that kind of thing. Um, it was really fun to see that and watching Hardy Mysterio for the 19 review. I loved it. And I, I mm. always thought of it and I thought of it when this topic came across this week. Um, You're going to... And I'll, I'll still call it like that crowd in Safeco. And I, I, I'm hope I'm uh, completely not off base. And it was Seattle. They were off the chain and loved every second of the six minute match. Yeah, you're, that's another great point. You're right. You're right on it. And, and Craig, I got to be honest with you, man. So I, I got to really dig it now because it was on. That's that was the other one on my list. Uh, oh, yeah. no joke. I'm not even kidding. I watched the match back. One thing you have to you have to understand here is that Mysterio is I don't want to say at his peak, but he's he's right in the in between of just you know you tell you he's he's built he's still agile he's not he's not overweight he's not underweight to where he's you know like a lawn dart <laughs> and yeah. and and he's he's just he's just the best version of Mysterio here and then the thing about Hardy this is Hardy version one right if you if you if you remember. Where it was like, oh yeah, yeah, I liked it. I liked that gimmick a lot. And 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 on the gimmick, it would come and say, "This is Matt Hardy's." His page, would, his page, his page would load. Yeah, his, the page, bar, his page, the loading bar. Yeah. yeah, and it was another. It was another. Matt Hardy hates like, bananas or whatever and, the fuck. Yeah, yeah like it was like yeah, fact. and it was just a reinvention of Matt Hardy, which he was so good at. He was so great with, and he's the total heel here. He's barely making the weight grade of cruiserweight. They make a big deal out of that, and he has. <laughs> Shannon more for help. And all the while, Mysterio is putting on the show of his life here at WrestleMania. And at the very end of it, you know, with there's help from Shannon Moore to keep, you know, to basically to keep Hardy in it, where we thought that Mysterio was going to take the title off him for the cruiserweight. And then at the very end, uh, you know, Hardy covers him and and holds the rope down uh, on that hill win to to take that victory. And it's perfect. You know, you hate it, but it's a great, it's a great hill win. One thing I will tell you too, I can't even remember how it went, but it was kind of like a power slam uh, elbow drop that Hardy put on Mysterio. But because Mysterio is so lightweight and it's very beginning of the match, check it out. It looks incredibly devastating, but um, just just great match. And the stuff that Mysterio does, we all know the Mysterio uh, work of the of the high flying acrobatics that he puts he on. He was but, so jacked from the first moment he came out when it was yeah, so good. Was you could yeah. tell like. It was a different guy. Yeah, and then Hardy puts it in, but it's a great match, and it is on my list. So you're gonna you're gonna force me to dig into to some good matches. Well, what's your uh, what's your next pick, Dave? Number that two. was that that's the problem. Like you guys picked my other two picks. What was <laughs> this one gonna be? Um, literally, literally, I had I had in, in the order. I had the first one that I set up, and then it was gonna be. It was it was gonna be uh, the one that Craig just set up yeah. with, uh, and that, with and again. That's okay. And no, that's fine. And then, and, that's fine. Owen, and then Owen Brett was gonna be my third one. That's why I put spent so much time on Owen because I want to talk about like the whole thing was you know I didn't tell people at the beginning of this either that we didn't talk we didn't know each other's lists and yeah we, so did we just kind of came in but it's good because 
instead of doing a let's do a top five, you know, because it's hard to, for everybody to agree on a single top five. But when you have all of us saying the same thing twice, like, you know, that kind of narrows yeah. it down. I feel I think so it's when kinda, I, when the I, choices when I push, start coming to the top, you know, so when so the I fact that you both chose on, that, I, I, yeah. I they, that was not on my list. I'm not saying because I didn't like that match. I'm just saying that I never thought about that. So I enjoyed it. It was really good. And, the, and, the and fact that both point, you picked it, that is it's good. a great opener, well, and, uh, small minute amount and gets the crowd pumped. It's great. What makes us best friends is like, there are little moments like this where we're all like, boop, 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 boop. Like we have it every week in the podcast where we're all thinking the same thing. And like, that's the moment, like regardless of all our differences through like, um, through space and geography and time and what we're brought up and culture and that kind of thing. Like what we have together as best friends is we all did this like wrestling thing together. There's not, not one of us. We didn't even talk about it. We all we knew really Brett and Brett. No one was going to be on that list. Well, yeah, like, we all knew Brett. No one was, Dave but the I, thing is I never saw Mysterio and Hardy coming on both of your lists. So that's, that's why yeah. I wanted to do it and not talk to each other about it because yeah, super that, cool. Yeah. Well done. So except, on except my, Dave was more about like the opening songs and stuff of wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> my, my second choice here. <laughs> my, uh, my, my second choice here is the uh, I'm, I'm I know Craig was dancing around this, but I just again, I, I, I'm the cheap one here. I took the cheap Owen and Brett storyline here. And uh, That's so one. I'm going to take I'm going to take a money in the bank ladder match uh, from WrestleMania 31. For the Intercontinental Championship that opened the show, it was uh, Daniel Bryan, who ended up winning the IC title that night, Wade Barrett, Dean Ambrose, R-Truth, Luke Harper, Dolph Ziggler, and Stardust, which is Cody Rhodes. Amazing. Um, I I love that match. WrestleMania 31, first of all, the advertisement for Mania 31 is regarded as one of the worst, like, hypes going into it of all time. But that event was fantastic. I I regard 31, and it just came off number 30 which was awesome because that was the year of daniel bryan and all that stuff wrestlemania 30 so usually the wrestlemania after a really good one is kind of meh like you know sometimes but this meh. one 31 really surprised me from the look of levi stadium the san francisco oh. 49er stadium to just the matches that ended up happening like it was awesome like i love the event and they opened it up with this money in the bank ladder match with seven guys for the intercontinental championship wade barrett was the reigning champion coming in uh, Daniel Bryan had to forfeit the world title a year before because of his neck injury that would ultimately put him out for like four or five years, but he was able to come back here and win the IC title. It was just a really fucking fantastic opener. Dean Ambrose was an insane monster. He got power bombed from the inside of the oh ring through the ladders on the outside. Wow. Like it was crazy. Like there were so many great spots here and just the talent I named, um, all of them were really great. And so Daniel Bryan and Dolph Ziggler ended up getting on top of the ladders and doing the dual the headbutting. Butts. They were headbutting the chat, and finally Dolph fell, and then Daniel Bryan pulled the belt down. That's my choice for uh, my pick, my second pick, because uh, I loved it. Like I just thought it was so. What an opener! Like I'm like, wow. Of a beating at the hands of their opponent and these ladders. No, no, look out! Look out! Oh, oh my goodness! God. Somebody better check on him. He's done for. That's a fantastic choice, Jess. And I didn't, I, um, I did not mean to disrespect anyone that picks a ladder match because there's been so many. You did, and there's I so almost picked ones. that Daniel Bryan match, like because I, I'm, but I thought that my opinion of it was not um, 
the same as the rest of the world. Like, I'm not sure if like people think about it, but I was watching that event live. This is our and podcast. Again, God damn it. This is the That's thing right. that like about being like psychic and together and going through things together. Um, and I don't, we didn't even watch this WrestleMania together, but like that setting and that opening match and that like fall on the ladder from Ambrose and that headbutt battle. And then Brian kind of finally taking it. There were so many, there was so much good shit in this match. Like, I liked this WrestleMania so much. Uh, and I, uh, I, and loved I think, it. yeah. And I love, I think setting and staging and build has so much to do um, in the last like 15 years of WrestleMania's. Like, this is a perfect example of an opener that delivered. And again, they know the algorithm. This was one that like they fucking knew that this was the one to start with at yeah. this time, at this year, at this mania. And rightly so. Yeah. So now we have uh, that. That's it. We did the second round or whatever. Now we're gonna do our last picks. I'm gonna. Right. I'm. I'm gonna throw one at you. I'm gonna come off the cusp for just what? A what? I, I know. I know. I know. I know. It's weird. Um, so this will officially be your third one. It's gonna officially be my third one, uh, and I, I, I'll, I'm taking it down the same road as Owen versus Brett, but in a different light. I'm gonna take you to Daniel Bryan versus Triple H. God damn it. The opening match. Um, no, third. That was just his third. And, I, I, and that's the thing is because I, I, I didn't want to, first of all, but you forced my hand on this one because you guys, everyone picked my other, my other two picks. Um, so I just, I just want to throw one out there. But Daniel Bryan, in this moment, I literally remember, and I'm, I'll just be that guy. I, I'm not on Facebook anymore. For those of you that try to wish me a happy birthday, I'm so sorry. I'm not going to respond. Um, but, uh, I remember on Facebook years before saying, looking forward to the push with Daniel Bryan. Um, that's a post that I'll never forget because the push was insane. So good to the realm of, you know, you're just a B-bus player. You're, you're, you're never going to be a main eventer guy. It's just not going to work out. Um, you just need to stop now because he's small and he's Daniel Bryan. But so they, they push everything in front of Daniel Bryan where he has to wrestle twice at WrestleMania in order to win the world title. And the first match has to be against Triple H. And because that match is so good, not only does he beat, I don't really want to get into the realm of what happened in the match because the match was great. Whatever you want to talk about, you guys can talk about it. Oh, But it sets the stage for the actual main event at WrestleMania of Daniel Bryan actually winning the world title. And that to me is is the reverse engineered of Brett versus Owen, where Brett loses the match but then wins the title. Daniel Bryan has to fight his way through and win the first match and then get into the title match and then basically take over the main event at WrestleMania. And it really is a great opener based just on the story and nostalgia alone. But you guys can talk about the match itself. No, I will parlay right off you because that is my final pick. Uh, That is Triple H versus Daniel Bryan, WrestleMania 30. Uh, And I know Craig said earlier that Owen and Brett is still the best, but I disagree. I think Triple H and Daniel Bryan took that spot. Only, But here's why I connected the two. Because Brett and Owen did it in the opening match, obviously, because that's why we're talking about this topic. But it was Brett's first preliminary match because he had to go on a wrestle a second time. Same thing for Daniel Bryan. 
the match that ironically ended up being better. And I don't mean that in a bad way because Brett and Owen, what can you say about them? In my opinion, it ended up, it ended up finally becoming a better opener after all those years from 1994 to 2014, I think it was 30. Like there was great opening matches, but nothing that eclipsed Brett and Owen in my heart, in my opinion. And then this match did it, but they did it with this, the same storyline. Almost. It was very close. Brett was guaranteed a title match because he tied the Royal rumble. But Daniel Bryan had to beat Triple H to get to the main event that yeah, night. But it was the same it. similar formula. So two matches that had a similar storyline around it ended up being the two greatest WrestleMania openers of all time. Like it's kind of yeah. great. Like and it's it's awesome. And yeah, the the people doing the yes thing in that stadium was amazing. Oh and like just, yeah, yeah oh it was God, it was yeah. it was organic. It was the yes moment buildup was insane. You could say what you want about Triple H. Yeah. He knew it. He knew Triple yeah. H is like you. You have to beat me. Like this has. And the fact that Triple H came up with that storyline, you're going to beat me in the beginning to qualify and wrestle a second time and still go on and win. Look, you can say what you want about the, they almost fucked up his push or whatever. They came through the finish line like with yeah. blazing speed because I they ended they, up. Yeah, they knew exactly. The, end of the, the amount of people was, that were yeah. so pissed at Rumble with Brian not yep. entering that year yep. and then Triple H just saying on investor calls. Just let the story play out. Like, yeah. there, are, there are conflicting <laughs> reports it. of they whether it, it was or they pivoted on the fly. I'd like to think they were smarter than that, or maybe they. I didn't, don't know, Craig. Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> I hate to say it. I don't know. I think. I think because they pivot on the fly, they never committed to it because it could go yes. south at any time. Yes. You could get a couple towns where Daniel Bryan was super hot, but then you could actually get to the WrestleMania yes. town and people be like, we don't really like Daniel Bryan. Like, but even though I, obviously everybody does, but you know, yeah, like, you never but know. That's actually know. a good point. Like, but um, cause I'm of the opinion that they were going to book it. They were about to fuck it up. And I, yes. I remember if I remember the original plan was Batista to face somebody. Because Batista came back that year at the Rumble this, to win it. Was that Blue Tista? Was that the Blue Tista? Yes, moment? it was Boot as a Boot Tista. Yes. Then so yes. They, Tista, that's right. yes. Yeah. So I do believe they did not plan it. Yeah. Like they were going to push Brian, but they did okay, not. Okay, I was it. being nice. I absolutely one hundred percent agree. Batista, Batista yes. came yeah. back at, at Royal Rumble that year to win it to get a shot at Mania. He was going to yes. get Randy Orton one on one, and it was the groundswell was that's so right. big okay. that like people were like, "You have to look." They might have a month before decided to go it but no there's no way that the royal rumble i could be oh totally wrong but there's no way at the royal rumble they knew wink wink we're gonna thank get you. brian in this thing no way thank you because Jess. daniel bryan i, I almost did, defended triple h i almost yeah, daniel bryan triple h had it daniel bryan not only <laughs> did not enter the royal rumble that year but he lost the opening match to bray wyatt cleanly that pay-per-view so they opened up with bray wyatt versus daniel bryan daniel bryan loses so that's when everyone's like he's definitely going to be in the rumble and he wasn't and then people were like what the fuck what are the you fuck? doing? That's when people were pissed off. Yeah, yeah, they were. So it was not planned. I don't train. care what Which, anybody yeah. says. I truly believe it was not planned. So they just the crowds ended up taking over the shows, chanting Daniel Bryan, and yeah. so they had no choice at, at that point to go for Which it. Which is why I'll never pick that match as the greatest opener of WrestleMania. <laughs> whoa, whoa! We so what's yours, Craig? Dave and I shared the same opinion. What is your third and final pick? It's uh, it's not the best. It is my last. It's it's it is my final one, but it's not representative of okay, the man. best for sure. Um, but it it's uh, it means a lot in my heart, and I'm going to break it down. It is uh, Dude, WrestleMania thirty four, right behind me. It's uh, Rollins versus Miz versus Finn Balor. 
That was fun. Um, we were there live. The, fun. We, and that's, nah, I'll say 97% of the reason why I'm included <laughs> on that. It was fun. That was a fun I, match. But, but beyond when, that, uh, that's a great match. The entrances, it kicks off right away. The entrances, it's it's one of the I'll I'll fight to the death and say that like as unconventional as that staging was, that um and it's not a WrestleMania logo that was approved that um that's sitting on top like 20 feet in the air, but that staging and that floor and that ramp and that like um New Orleans like um Feel. Mardi Gras mask, I love it. The way that the, the amount of things they did with that lighting throughout the entire night. Mm-hmm. Um, and when they had Miz come down and this was, I, I, I don't want to be wrong, but I think this was the first year they did that, like um, alternative reality stuff kind of on top yes, of the graphics. It was the first, also. It was the first year. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. um, so Rollins comes down as like a white Walker and turns the whole kind of white ramp that's frozen and then later on in years, like he would, he had uh, blue make it contacts kind of in, didn't fire. He, too? he had bright he had blue he contacts. Bright blue? Yeah. The mist came down with the mist tirage, which is awesome. Coming off his run of his long icy streak with uh, crazy glasses, uh, a nice like little retro punk like look. He yeah. sends Bo Dallas back and Curtis Axel back oh and has gosh. fun. And then Balor the uh, was the beginning of. His like inclusion movement, which didn't last very long, but I, I I truly appreciate like what they tried to do there. And sitting in that stadium, we'd already seen three matches. We've seen a battle royal and some other stuff on the pre-show. Well, yeah. Um, on the pre-show, but when you watch it back on on Mania, I popped and I loved the the crowd and I loved the entrances. I loved the weight of it and the gravitas of it. Uh, Finn was smiling and like looking around at it. And the stories of um, you had uh, Seth uh, throwing Finn and breaking is like uh, putting him out in the, uh, the SummerSlam the year before that he come back, I believe, and returning that kind of thing. Yeah, like, kind shoulder, of the yeah. end of Miz's run. Like it, it wasn't the best. Uh, it was slow paced at times. There were a lot of fucking fun false finishes. I really enjoyed it. I watched it back. I confirmed my opinion. I said, fuck it. I love this. I, uh, I loved watching it and being being in attendance um, cemented it. It was a lot of fun. I, I'm ashamed because only because I didn't get into that far of, of, the, of the 30s of WrestleMania to find my top three openers. And I feel like I should have gone a little bit further. But as soon as you say that and I, and I think about it in my head, I'm like, and I think about that talent in the ring. And I'm like, oh, I should have so- come back and watch that back. Uh, that, that's a that's a great there's, and there's a, a lot of stuff and people probably listening to this probably have even a different one that we didn't mention, which is good. Because put my it in whole, the comments below my whole social experiment with this whole thing and us not talking about it is it. I said at the beginning, it's hard to really say these are the top five greatest openers of all time or whatever. Right. Top 10, whatever. Sure. It's hard because everyone's going to disagree. But in our organic conversation, the three matches that came up multiple times, one came up all three Brett versus Owen. So I think sure. we all. So, again, no matter what my opinion is, maybe that does lean towards Craig's opinion that that still might be the greatest WrestleMania opener of all time because we all didn't talk and we knew I knew that's going to be on all three of our list. I knew it. But the second one that came up multiple times was Hardy and uh, Mysterio. Yeah, a little surprise. Yeah. And then the, and the, the, the third one was Triple H and Daniel Bryan. Both uh, Dave and I agreed on it. So uh, so that's kind of telling. I mean, when you think about it. So now you got three matches. That we we dwindled it down. We have Daniel Bryan versus Triple H, 
We have Rey Mysterio versus uh, uh, Matt Hardy, and we have Brett versus Owen. So again, you can never finalize a top five, a top ten, or whatever, because everything's subjective. No. Everybody is in a different mood. Craig and I were there live at the New Orleans Mania, so that changed our mood. It's mo- it was a great match. Moving. It was a good match. It was very fun. But, you know, we were there, so we remember that stuff, you know. But but I don't know. When some match keeps coming up over and over again in multiple people's lists, then you got to kind of eliminate the other ones that are not mentioned as much and hold them. Yeah. So in this particular discussion, it was those three, Mysterio and Hardy, surprising me more than anything just because it was so short match. I think my big critique on that match during our review was I wish it was longer. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I can't believe they didn't have 10 minutes, you know, instead of five, but we mentioned it. It's still stuck in, in Craig and uh, um, Dave's memory. So absolutely. Yeah. I mean, For that's audio. what I love. I mean, that's what I love is like that stuff together. That's why wrestling fans are wrestling fans. That's why we are community together. We're like, a we're a tribe and we're a gang. Like, we're yeah. allowed to make fun of wrestling. You're not. Unless you you're not. We're allowed to we're allowed to make fun of each other and wrestling, but you're not. Like, yeah, yeah it's really weird. And on it's top like, of that, it's like it's like the Elks Lodge is super secret. As yeah, yeah, as as ridiculous as the Mount Rushmore conversation is, because it's impossible to ever like have it, it's it's going That's to be had over it. and over again by wrestling fans because we all share this club. It's crazy, it's weird. The way it's yeah. like yeah. Whenever I see any post about that, I'm all oh, the fucking Mount Rushmore thing. God, I roll. But then I'm like, of course, everyone's going to talk about it. Yeah. We're all wrestling fans. We're passionate. I, of course. I love idea. it. At the end of the day, like we were talking, obviously, um, by the way, if you ever do a podcast, you should spend about half an hour before like talking about some, some bullshit just to like connect together. This is what fun. we do every time to prepare. And what we did today was like our entire relationships and how we met each other via other people and via ourselves mostly revolved around wrestling so yeah 30 30 years ago three decades so anyone listening listening to this anyone that has ever listened to this podcast like um that's what it's about it's like this community and it's fun and it's a gang and we're all in the same like tribe and like yeah we're all we're all in it together and we love it and like we can fight and argue but do never never let anyone who doesn't know what they're talking about uh, shit on wrestling not a because shame, uh, bro. this podcast alone is 30 years of experience and friendship and the fact we still remain best friends like that's why we did it and that's why we work so hard and uh, gosh darn it and, I, 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 and I hope we I absolutely hope fun on that note Craig it's beautiful we all agree Hogan is the best Dave take us out uh, Wait, don't, well, say, oh, anything hey, don't say anything else I'm not ashamed of it is what I'll say <laughs> For audio fans, give us a listen on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Suture, and Google Podcasts, or watch our videos on YouTube at Our Wrestling Channel. On social media, give us a follow on Instagram or Twitter at OWP2019, or catch us on Facebook at Our Wrestling Podcast. This is Dave, Jess, and Craig with the OWP signing off. You guys have a good one. Do you